0: Welcome back to the show, ladies. This is Karen and Bethany. And we are coming in hot today. After quite a long break of filming together. It's been I don't know how many weeks, almost a month, month. I would say three three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of updates for you guys. And some of these updates are so exciting. (laughs) We actually recently (laughs) planned our own little girl's vacation vacay trip where Bethany flew out to me in South Carolina. And we're going to dish all about that. I'm going to share about what I've been up to the last month because you haven't heard from me or seen me. And Bethany has a super juicy and exciting life update for you guys. <laughs> and so we figured we would just kind of have a session where we talked about the why behind what we do, what really motivates us and drives us and some really juicy things I learned in a relationships conference I went to that was off the chain and then kind of paint the picture for you guys about where we're headed with this movement, with this podcast, with some live events potentially Mm -hmm. coming around the corner for you. Um, So there is a lot we are going to discuss today. Let's dive right in. Let's do it. Okay. Well, first of all, (laughs) let's talk about like life. I want to hear from you life updates. I want to hear from Bethany first, because I'm so excited about what she signed up for, because you guys are going to be a direct beneficiary. Is that the right word? Of of what she is learning and the program she is in right
1: now. (laughs) Tell us all about it. Well, it doesn't start until January. So I have a little bit of time before then, but I am very excited to let you guys in on the fact that I am actually going to become a certified sex, intimacy and relationship coach. <laughs> um, yeah, I am very excited about that. It has been honestly, can, you, a long can we, time we just coming. like
0: acknowledge how perfect this is for Bethany? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I could not think of a better life
1: career choice.
0: For
1: this woman right here. She she was born (laughs) for this. (laughs) Truly. I mean, when I was 18, I told my mom I wanted to be a sex therapist and it obviously did not happen. And now we are where we are. And I have just felt such a pull to actually not even bite the bullet. It's not like a painful thing for me to think about or want to do actually seeing people out here really with an education and an understanding and a background to help people coach people in this category of life. And also recognizing that, you know, there's not a lot of people out there that have the desires that I do and the, the fire under their butt, like I do for this topic. So it's like when I have conversations with people about Sex and sexuality and sensuality and embodiment, it's like I'm fired up about it. And then they get fired up from that conversation. But like to be in a a position where I can coach and I have a lot of good, tangible knowledge to actually hand off is going to feel so good. So it's like a year long course, it's 600 hours. I will be like, board certified and a a practicing sexologist. And to me that that is like, I'm so excited. That's going to be my life's work. It's like, I I didn't go to college. So this is, you know, this is it for me.
0: I am a, I love everything about this. I don't yeah. you guys could hear you could hear her excitement when she talks about this. Like, and it just makes me so excited for you. Oh, um, you. Well, okay, first question. I have so many questions. What is a sexologist?
1: Okay, so a sexologist is obviously somebody who studies sex, studies trauma around sex. With the course that I'm doing, it's like I said, a year long, and there's three trimesters and also an in-person event. So we're going through everything from the sexual archetypes that I I was just actually going through the syllabus today, but the shadows of sex, like SA, I, I don't know if I can say that. I, I could say it on podcasts, like sexual abuse, um, sexual trauma, pornography, sex addi- addiction, all that stuff. And then going into breath work and meditation and relaxation and body autonomy and biology, understanding all of the aspects around sex and how we experience it. This was a great understanding of what a therapist versus a coach was to me, was a therapist kind of takes you to your past and helps heal that to lead you to where you are now. A coach takes you from where you are now, so point A to point B. And that created a lot of to where you want to be exactly so that's what I would be doing in terms of sex relationship and intimacy and how to help people go from point a to point b or maybe point a to point z who knows but I am just over the freaking moon I I can't I cannot wait like it can't come soon enough
0: That is so cool. And I love that distinction you gave because I was curious about that too. And I was like, well, I imagine a therapist in order to call yourself like a board certified therapist would, right. would probably have clinical Experience lots of psych classes and probably at least a master's or so definitely um, college degree but this coach program is no joke it's yeah what did you say 600 hours like because I feel like nowadays anybody can call themselves a coach it's kind of like a doula like anybody can call themselves a doula anybody can call themselves a lot of things because it's not a regulated field it's not clinical or medical um, or or psych or like, you know, yeah. therapy, like therapy would fall in that bucket. But right, I love that it's specialized and expertise and that, that you have a, a true, like, year long training to master yeah. these things. And it come out on the other side, I can only imagine that you're going to come out on the other side with so many tangible, helpful tools and ex- expertise to yeah. help women, which you're already like, helping women in this area like you just do it as part of your life not even this podcast you guys (laughs) but like if you know Bethany (laughs) she is just bubbling up with like love and value and like let me help you let's me let talk about this I mean I could tell stories like I I was telling my husband after you left because you were just here like two weeks ago and everywhere we went Bethany was chatting up people like they were her bestie. <laughs> I kid you not. I was like truly like evangelistic heart and like oh, extrovert to the max. <laughs> like we check into the hotel. Here's an example. The guy, the like young man at the front desk, like is like, Hey, what brings you to town? Is this like business pleasure? She's like, well, it's like, kind of both and we run a podcast on her sacred sexuality and and we're here for like a retreat and just starts launching into the whole thing whereas i I answered like like it's business or it's both you know or, or it's it's a we're here for like a retreat just like a one line answer. Bethy's like, yeah, and we do this, and we do this, and we do this, and then another guy walks up, he's like young black dude, and he's like, "What's your podcast name?" She's like, yeah. "It's her sacred sexuality, but it's for women, but it's you might enjoy it." He's like, "I listen to podcasts. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to subscribe right now and listen to it." And I'm just like dying, laughing inside oh, because, I'm like, because I'm like, whether it's like the 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 concierge at the hotel or the waitress, yeah, from all the. <laughs> every every meal we went to not just once but every meal she was like lighting that you could just see her compliment these beautiful souls and not that every conversation was about sexuality or sex but she would just like see people's souls and what lit them up and like speak to their heart with these incredibly like authentic compliments and building them up in life like one waitress was like oh I'm really tired it's been a long shift and she's like you oh man I hear that like and she'd look in her eyes and go you are so beautiful (laughs) she was just like oh thank you and you can tell it wasn't like a a superficial compliment but it really like ministered to her so I just want to affirm you in this calling that you you. are stepping out into because you have such a gift to reach people I'm totally bragging on you but it's 100% (laughs) true like this is this is my takeaway from the event. I was like, I want to be more like Bethany. Like, I just love <laughs> your your genuine love of people. And I think when I asked you about it at one point, you were like, I just want people to experience the love of Jesus, even if it's just for that one moment that I'm talking to them. And mm. I was like, Oh my gosh, that makes like I love that that you, that is your heart to. Just impact people with Jesus's love. And what an incredible opportunity to do that through sex and relationship
1: therapy. I mean, yeah. go girl. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm it's like, what the heck? You just bragged on me for <laughs> 10 minutes. Oh, my cheeks <laughs> hurt. <laughs> oh my God. No, I love that. It was honestly, it was it's 100% a f- true. Yeah. Thank you. It was such a fun trip though. We had, I feel like we had such a good time and we, we really broke through a lot of blockages and things that were kind of like, you know, in the way of moving forward because for the majority of you, you guys know that Karen and I do not live in the same state. We live on the opposite ends of the country. And so that's not an easy thing to do on a regular basis and to keep up with and, you know, to run a business with, with somebody who's not only has another business, like we both have other things that we're doing, but on top of other businesses,
0: you have a cleaning business
1: and and I have pain-free birth. Exactly. We have, we have a family on our time. Like, Yes. Yeah. And
0: we have children. We have husbands. Yeah. And I just,
1: (laughs) I think we should be patting ourselves on the back for what we've been able to accomplish throughout this year. We started filming in January and then, you know, released it on Valentine's Day. But this is like, we're almost rounding out to a year of being consistent with this and doing this and putting this stuff out there for you guys. And we love it. It's so fun. It's so good. I, I truly never thought if you told me 10 years ago that me and you would have a sacred sexuality podcast together, I'd be like. What? That's so crazy. Like, how is this? I would happening? have never thought I I would
0: ever have a sexuality yeah. podcast. <laughs> I am not called to this work in the same capacity Bethany is. Yeah, but you still are like
1: there is a part of you that like you add a type of value to this podcast that I don't and you have you have an understanding and empathy towards women who didn't have the upbringing I did, or women who did deal with a lot of purity culture, a lot of shame around sex, or, you know, that sex was like an off topic topic, you know? (laughs) And so I think what we do together is create this really beautiful balance and a place where everyone can come to the table. Everyone feels like they have a spot here because it's like, oh, I do have a really intense sexual past okay, somebody is talking about that. Oh, I didn't have sex until my wedding day. And you know, I don't know how I was really uncomfortable with my body for a long time. We have somebody who's talking about that, you know, like, and bringing it up. And I just think like, we're, what we're doing together is something really beautiful. And I'm really proud of it and how far we've come. And I don't think we brag about ourselves enough to, and since we're bragging, <laughs> let's brag, you know, this is
0: the brag about ourselves episode, apparently. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. okay, get to
0: the point, ladies. What do yeah, you want to say? Okay. <laughs> Tell me the juicy updates. Tell me, tell yes. me, tell me. Okay. Yes. So I'll, I'll give you my little life update, I yes. suppose. I have been MIA. So, for those of you who have been listening consistently or watching our stories and posts, you have not seen my face a lot. So, Full ownership being taken here right now. I have been totally out of commission for a variety of reasons. And I'll share with you kind of my evolution of that as well, because it kind of ended in a beautiful spot where we were able to get together and talk through all of that. But I, I attended. The first thing I did um, about three weeks ago was I attended a Tony Robbins relationships event. And so we get there and immediately like our flights are delayed canceled we miss a flight we are itineraries get separated he gets there a day before me i get there with like no sleep like three hours of sleep in two nights it was insane and then you're on tony robbins timeline which is you're up until 1 a.m 2 a.m every night yeah. And it's six hour delay. So I immediately get like sleep deprived and sick and I lose my voice. And, oh. uh, but I'm like, this is such good content. Like it was yeah. incredible to be around people playing at this high level and this caliber in their life. Many yeah. of these people were millionaires or multi-millionaires owning multiple businesses and real estates. And they're here to focus on the relationship. And so there were people there that showed up like on the brink of divorce. And there are people there that showed up with like, beautiful thriving marriages for decades and have gone through like all the bumps in the in life that you could go through Mm -hmm. and it was just such a beautiful experience there was also a focus like he separated the men and the women in the afternoons or the mornings depending on the day for like a good block a a good three hours or so the whole goal was like i want the men connected to their masculinity. I want them to feel powerful. I want right. them to know how to protect their family in the case of an invasion or, or an emergency if they need to. Right. And when you find your balance, your center as a man and you have this confidence in your body and in, and in your soul, it like shifts something and you're in you. Yeah. And so for the women, it was amazing. The women, we got to practice pole dancing and sensual movement. <laughs> So, yes. talk about totally different total worlds. Opposites, we're yeah. in the, like total opposites. And he's like, now the women are going to learn this. You're going to learn to get in your body. You're going to learn to like embrace your sensuality and your sexuality. Right. And you guys know what we're about. So I am all about this. I'm like, yes, yes. baby, let's yes. do this. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but there were a lot of women there who were very uncomfortable with it. And I was, mm. I was too, to a degree, just simply because I wasn't experienced in this, but it was so fun. It was Mm. so, it like truly like gave me life and awakened something, a confidence in me that I knew was in there, but I like struggled to like fully realize it, I think. Mm. And I would say that was your
1: favorite part of the, of the event or was there something else that you were like, this took it home for me?
0: Yeah, I, there was a lot of content that, that and incredible speakers. Like he, I mean, he literally had the most world renowned experts in sex and sexuality and relationships and attachment in the, in the room, in the conference. And so we yeah. got to learn from the best of the best. I mean, we had a sex expert there who demonstrated different positions. We had someone do a whole teaching for the women on how to give a blowjob. We mm. had like position we had sexual archetypes, Um, And the different and sexual blueprints, like knowing what your sexual blueprint is. And it wasn't all sex. It was like, here's even like the blueprint or what did he call it? The, the pattern, the, the lifetime of a relationship and knowing what season of the relationship you're in. Based on not just how many years you've been together, but what you've been through together and how the seasons change and it shifts the dynamic in your relationship, like compared to like, oh, we're just newlyweds and we're so in love and we're in the honeymoon period. But then he like went in depth over the decades of our lifetime and what happens when you stay in relationship to the same person and you don't just like hit your walls and your triggers and then divorce right because then you start the cycle all over again with someone else and so some people just do that their whole life they just recircle and they never go from like spring to summer Mm. to fall to winter and the way he described these seasons in our relationships I've never heard it before it was brilliant wow Um, and I was like oh we have definitely been through some stuff yeah so it was really cool to see like where we were but we were still in. I would say like summer or like autumn depending on what we were looking at so and then to be in the room where people who were like in their autumn in their winter who were like truly truly like ride or dies you know like yeah like these are these are the couples that have been through hell and multiple like events that would normally break couples apart and then what you have what it takes to get through that and onto the other side like a death in the family or losing a child or an affair or you know some major financial loss or like there's different events that trigger these events and even within each season there's like different phases of that season yeah Um, and so I'm sure we'll do some episodes on some of this some of these concepts, because what I learned from some of these um, teachers from Tony and and some of the experts on there was just truly fascinating and really beautiful to to take in. But yeah. I would say for me personally, I probably got the most out of I would say like one of the speakers that was talking about the sexual blueprints, yeah, and then the the sensual movement. Okay. So Sheila Kelly, Sheila Kelly was the one who taught the sensual movement. And she had us for like that block of time each day. So women got to share how they were experiencing it, how they were breaking through shame, how they had these preconceptions. And most of the women who were in this room were either the partner of someone who was fairly successful in business in order to be in this group, or they were themselves the member who was very successful. And a lot of the women, in order to be really successful in society today, many women have to kind of put on a masculine energy to have, they have to operate in their masculine energy in order to like really move a business forward. Not always, Mm -hmm. but most, I would say that that was true for me. Like, and a lot of the women in that room, it's like, okay, we're really good at operating in our masculine to get shit done. Right. Right. Like we know what it takes. We have to push through. We're going to go for it. And so this was so interesting to see how some of these women who were super masculine or just and I don't mean that in a negative way like they were beautiful women but you could tell that they were just kind of like in this energy that yeah. was like I am confident I know how to get stuff done but I'm I'm also you know a bit more frozen in my movement a bit more like yeah factual and data driven and results driven and intellect very intellectual very brilliant mm-hmm. at what they did but a little bit disconnected from their bodies, so it was so fun. And I'm t- I'm talking about myself too. Like there were definitely times where I'm like, I need to learn how to move my body in a non awkward way sexually. Like yeah. like this is this is something they don't teach Christians like <laughs> ever. Very true. How to move sensually yeah. for a woman. And it is so freeing and so empowering. And it doesn't even have to be sexual. I think that was the most beautiful thing. Christians would look at this if you were in this room and you'd say, oh, my gosh, many of many Christians would say that's that's sinful. I could never do that. Like dancing on a pole is what strippers do. And that's sinful. Right. And so we come in with these like preconceptions. And if you want to like relegate it to that, that's that's fine. But it wasn't we weren't learning this in order to get up and perform in a strip club, we weren't even learning it to like perform for our men. We were learning it for ourselves. That was the goal. It was like, I want you to be free in your femininity, in your sexuality. And I want you to learn even the nuances of sexual energy. She had 10 creatures that she would describe as the different energies, even within this feminine sexual energy that you could bring to the table. Like one was more shy. One was more boisterous and, and outspoken one was more reserved and had like a deep well of emotion another was like playful and fun and flirty another one was like the dark feminine energy and so even within like feminine energy you have these nuances and every woman carries their own and it was so fun to be challenged and to like really just like throw off restraint and like and it wasn't even performative like we only probably spent like a fraction of the time learning something on the pole most Mm -hmm. of the time was spent sharing like our hearts with each other and like what this experience was doing in our in our in our souls and then practicing the somatic movement on the floor so we're on our hands and knees and we're moving our body in ways that are very challenging Mm -hmm. but also very like sensual And feminine. And so it's very nonlinear. It's lots of curves and like accentuating your hips and getting in sexual positions that are very provocative. And the whole time Sheila Kelly is up front and she is hooting and hollering over how sexy we look and how to like <laughs> yes girl like lead with your ass stick get that ass up there and like yeah you know, stick your breasts out and it's just like these things that we've been taught as christian women to like cover up and hide yeah. and, and you know Conserve from the world, and she's here saying, like, in a room full of three hundred women, like, no, I want you to like enter the room with your breath. Your breasts, I love. This is one thing she said. Your breasts are the first thing to enter the room, and your ass <laughs> is the last thing to leave, and it just trails sparkles and gold dust behind it. Oh
1: like, my gosh, you know? I love it
0: fun and playful to be in a room like that where it's there's no reservations you're not performing no one's watching you nobody's grading you nobody's 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 watching you like that was it was like if we were watching we were watching or seeing the women around us get set free in real time and like looking around going damn we are sexy and it was all for us it wasn't for a man and obviously we could take this to our men and I did and he loved it like and we all yeah. shared stories of like that but the real purpose was to like awaken that feminine fire and sensuality in ourselves and and truly be in our bodies when so yeah. many of us live detached from our bodies and so for right. me it's something that I've been that's been my journey over the last year truthfully since going to the event with Bethany and that that kind of awakened this in me cuz I knew this is something I need more of in my life. I need more feminine energy. I want to lead with my right. feminine, not my masculine. And so it, it gave me, what it did for me was it gave me the practical tools of like, here's how you move your body mm. and really look good doing it, you know? Yeah. Because I've done it before, but never really had the skills to really enjoy it. I was too self-conscious. And so I would kind of just like try a few things and then be like, oh, that's, I'm so silly, you know, like, right, right. I'm kind of awkward and, and, and clunky in my movement. You know, if I was going to do like a lap dance for my husband or whatever. And so it's not so, an area that I felt confident in until doing these five days with her. So and cool. then she would teach us a routine. And we, we got to, if we had a partner there, like some of the people were single. So that was kind of fun. They're still learning about like how to become a partner for the person they want to desire to attract. But mm-hmm. for those who of us who had partners, we had the option to show this, like give this to our, our man. And so I took the routine and did it. And it was like, there was this side of me that came out that I was like, where did this woman come from? It was like this, this, like, I, I am here to seduce you. It was like the huntress came out inside me, this like seducer, this like, I, I am not gonna like, shy back, or, or like, cover with giggles and playfulness to hide my insecurity I am here and I'm in charge you're gonna sit right there buddy and you're gonna watch yeah <laughs> and I was yes. like tell him what to do and I was dancing and even though I didn't get all the moves right it was like it's not about perfection it's about yeah. being embodied about yes truly embodied your femininity your sexuality And so being able to do the routine, most of it was on the floor, just like, and you're in pumps, like they actually gave us high heels, like six inch heels that I would never wear. And they were so hot, you guys. And when you put these on and you wear something fun and sexy, and you do this movement that we've been taught is so like dirty and sinful. But when you're like, no, after that, I'm, I'm going to like, let go and get yeah. out of my head and into my body and experience this and like perform, not perform even, I don't even like that word, but it's like, I'm going to like, become this, uh, this person that's in me, yeah. this feminine, like presence and being that is attractive and sexy and confident, like fully confident. And I'm going to share this with my partner, man, it like lit a spark in me and it was so fun. And it was so fun to see his reaction of like, wow, I have never yeah. seen you do that before. I've never seen you move that way before. And I'm yes. like, I didn't know how before. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh my I gosh. would totally encourage anybody listening. If that's something you've never experienced, you don't have to go to this retreat to do it. You can look up pole dancing or sensual movement in your city and just go and like allow it to break away at these patterns of thinking that are keeping us in bondage and keeping us in our masculine and keeping us constricted and And just like let your body be free yeah so locked up just like let your body be set free even if it's just for you and you never show it to a man even if it's just to heal like wounds and trauma in your Mm -hmm. heart or insecurity or fear or you know religious patterning that's gotten in there of what's good and bad and evil and all of that like just put yourself I'm a big fan of just putting yourself in situations where you're outside your comfort zone yeah and if it's like if we're not if it's not sinful and we're not hurting ourselves or someone else yeah then allow yourself to to grow give yourself that gift where you get to grow in an area that you have thought might be off limits but maybe it's not and so the s factor was the Sheila created s factor S as in like Sam Factor. You can look up her classes, and they she has them worldwide. They might be in your area, or you could just take a pole dancing class. We, we'll probably yeah. do a whole episode on it because we actually did a yeah. central movement class while Bethany was here. Yeah, and I'm curious to hear your review of that because you've done more in this area than I have, and as <laughs> someone mean, not who's kind of lot. new to this, <laughs> yeah. So you've shown me a few videos. I'm like, I mean, girl. <laughs> No, I <laughs> but if new you know, to
1: this, it yeah, was fun. yes. Oh my gosh, we had such a good time. And that was my first S Factor class. So it was different. I kind of described it when I was telling my friends when I got home. I was like, it's like yoga, Pilates, and pole dancing had a baby. And that's kind of how it feels. So, you know, we do a lot of stretching and like yoga poses, as well as like a lot of core work. So Pilates work, but make it sexy, make it sensual. Like we're moving very slowly and very intentionally. And in a way where it's like, even if maybe you're behind in a couple of steps, then the rest of the group, it's like, okay, like you go at your pace, baby. Like nobody's rushing you, you know? And so I loved that permission of, of really taking the time to come back home, come back to center of self that she, that our instructor was giving us. Because a lot of the times, I mean, if you've ever taken a dance class at a dance studio, they are like, okay, we're going five, six, seven, eight, like here's, here's the, you know, eight count. And then we're going to practice it. And we're going to practice it again. then we're going to add on to it. And, um, it's one of those things where you do it and, and you're like, oh crap, did I get it right? Did I get it right? You know, and you're thinking about the steps so much that by the time that it's all done, it's, you were just learning a routine, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's so much fun. But for what we were trying to do of the sensual movement and embodiment, it really, the S-factor program or how they teach is really geared towards bringing yourself back into a state of alignment with body and soul and, and really seeing it all move together and being so present. And so within yourself that you're not on a time clock, you know, and I mean, the class was what, like an hour and a half, even longer, I think it was over an hour and a half long. And so, yeah. yeah, and that just felt it felt like you had time to sink in. Like the only way I know how to kind of uh, describe that is like, you know, when you go to church and worship isn't long enough where it's like two songs or three songs and you're like, you're still kind of clogged up from the weekend or the week. And you're like, oh, I just wanted more time, you know, more like time with the Lord. Like this is kind of like that, but with yourself where it's like, Oh, I have enough time to kind of loosen up, uh, loosen up, like melt away whatever I came in with and engage, you know, engage in like my body and myself and in how I feel about the movements and what feels good. Like, I think I loved that phrase. It's like, what feels good right now? Whatever feels good Mm -hmm. right now is what you should do because we really don't think about the pleasure in life as much as we should. We think about like, okay, where do I have to be? And to get there, there is suffering and I have to push through and I have to do all these things that aren't fun to get to where I need to be or don't necessarily feel good in the moment to get where I need to be. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a place and a time for that. I totally see that. But at the and same time- that's very t-
0: masculine energy. It is very masculine.
1: Yes. Yes. And we live in an extremely masculine dominant world. So of course women are like, oh, that's how I have to be. That's what I have to do. But really when we step into our pleasure, when we step into the things that feel good and sit well with our conscience and our inner world, we actually do more for the world around us by staying in that state. I think that's, that's something that the S factor really perpetuates and really brings to the surface with like mind, body, and soul, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily spirit, but soul for sure of like connecting back to self. So I loved it. I thought it was so fun.
0: Yeah. And, and one thing she'll say often is like, What does your body want to do right Mm -hmm. now? Because you'll get, you'll do these movements and then you might come to a transition where like you're crawling around on the floor and you're rolling on the floor and you're moving your legs out. And it's very sexual. Like, like it is, it is. Sexual movement, right? Yeah. And then you might come to the pole and you might stand up, you might go down, and she and there might be a transition where she said, What feel what does your body want right now? Ask her. Yeah. Like, oh, I like that. Like, yeah. what does she want? What is she what feels good to her? Like, yeah, let's just do that. And just to to unlock that like creature inside of us that is primal and sexual and so holy and yeah. so God given. And that's yeah, what I love good. about this she's she's good and all the mm-hmm. expressions of her are good. Yeah. Um it's not like one is bad and one is good and it's yeah. not like the dark energy is sinful. It's all of the expressions are good and you can channel them in a way that brings life and vibrancy to all the areas of your life and especially for sex life in your relationship because yeah. that kind of energy is so hot and such a turn on for men in their masculine energy and that was sort of the goal of that weekend one of the goals was like throughout these days you're getting men more and more connected to their masculine and you're getting women more and more connected to their feminine right you have that level of polarity after a few days by that fourth or fifth day like the sparks are flying yeah you're igniting something that wasn't there in your relationship
1: before so I just have a download that I want to say real quick Cause I don't, I, this just like came to me and I feel like somebody needs to hear this cause they might be listening to this, like being like, oh, I still don't, I'm uncomfortable with that. And that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. And I was just thinking about the garden and how God made everything good. And there was only one tree that he told Adam and Eve not to go to, but every other tree was good and was for them and meant for them and meant to be enjoyed and everything like that. And I feel like we live in a society now where Christians are b- believe that they're surrounded by sinful trees, except for one. There's only one tree that's good. There's only one tree that is for them and that God surrounded them by all of this evil and they have to figure out which one is good. And I just want to throw that on its head because if that's how you're feeling, if you are always, if you are in God's garden of Eden and you think that everything is evil or everything has some sort of evil evil connotation and that there's only one tree to eat from, you have gotten like him all mixed up because the majority of things are for your pleasure, are for your good, are for your enjoyment, are to help you, are to bring you up. And there's one tree that isn't and that that is evil. And God has given us discernment. The Holy Spirit has given us discernment of what is good and what isn't. And so I, if you're feeling like this pull of like, I don't know, because we have a lot of that. A lot of women who listen to our podcast come to the state of like, I'm somewhere in the middle and I'm confused. I don't know what is right and what is wrong. And I just want to offer you that sense of relief of like, check in with yourself of course obviously check in with holy spirit obviously but we when it comes to learning about ourselves learning how to embody ourselves learning sensual movement things like this it isn't evil it isn't something that god said that we could not do we could not explore we could not be connected with not not once did he say that <laughs> so i just want to i just want to give that as a sentiment to people who might be feeling pulled one way or the other, or maybe they're even in that, in that place of like, I don't think this is right. And it might not be right for you. And that's okay. I'm not going to force that on you, but I just want to give you a new idea to think about. It just like kind of came to me, you know, I just wanted that's to say good.
0: that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just kind of like add on to that thought because I love that. And, and some of you might even be thinking, well, okay, Bethany, but we live in a fallen world. Like we don't live in the Garden of Eden anymore. We live surrounded by sin and darkness and it's getting darker and darker. And that is sort of a very common Christian worldview to hold that everything is dark and evil and it's getting darker and it's gonna get worse and worse. And we live in the end end times. And I would just challenge that to say that like God called us as light into this world. And yes, even though, there is a lot of darkness out there, more than was in the Garden of Eden. So there yeah. may be more than one tree there, there. There's a lot of evil in the world, especially right now. We've got wars. We've got corruption. We've got it can feel incredibly overwhelming. This might yeah. even be like a, a refuge or a safe place for many of you to listen to because it's we're not talking like the news is about all the the darkness that's happening in the world right now that can be overwhelming um but when we're talking about sexuality and sensuality we're not going outside of ourselves or god into the world to get truth because what i love and this is where the discernment comes in there are certainly dark things sexually that you can get involved with that will harm you or your relationship things that bring sex like outside the marriage or like with other people or connections and inappropriate connections to people outside the marriage bed and we're not condoning that we believe in monogamy and like and healing and so what I got out of these trainings even though they weren't necessarily Christian and I don't know I actually many of the trainers were but I don't know that was not like it wasn't predisposed a focus to us. Yeah. We, yeah. It wasn't even a conversation of topic. Like what do you believe religiously? Right. Or spiritually. But to many people, this was a spiritual journey. And you could tell yeah. that, that these women were not just there to learn a few tricks to like, take it back to their man or perform on a stage and, and become right. a stripper. Like that right. was not, none of them were like, that, that. Wasn't it was not the focus. It was a personal, like spiritual journey for them. And for me, I was reaching in myself, yeah, and into source, into into Holy Spirit that lives inside of me, into yeah. the way that God created me to unlock something that He already gave me as a gift that I right. that I just never unwrapped that gift. That's yeah. kind of how I that's that's the picture I'm yeah, getting right now. Idea. Actually, maybe this is this is helpful to somebody, but it's like God gave me this beautiful gift, and I believe He gave this gift to every woman on the planet. Yeah. And it is the gift of your feminine energy and your sacred sexuality, right? Yeah. That's the name of our podcast. How yeah. can we not talk about this? Yes. He gave that to us as a gift. And most of us have gone our whole lives up until this point and never truly unwrapped that gift in its fullness and looked inside to see what was in there. Yeah. And for me, this experience, this, this, event was like me unwrapping that gift and I think I've Mm -hmm. unwrapped it and played with the ribbon in the past or I've put on the wrapping paper and tried on a different outfit and tried on a different persona or energy and experimented with it but I've never fully unwrapped it to go how does Karen how do I love to move right And, and I don't even necessarily need to go by that name it's like there are there are there's so much in me inside this box and who God created me to be that, that surpasses like my logical brain and you can't explain it with words. And it's because it's energy, it's movement, it's fluid, it's sensual, it's, it's creative energy. It's a force and being able to unwrap this gift that God, gave us in, in his creation that he created us with this uniquely as women was such a privilege and such a, and also fun. Cause I think our spiritual journeys can be fun. And sometimes we make them so somber and serious. And I think especially for women, God loves to see us unlock Mm -hmm. out of that box and step into the playfulness and the seductress and the huntress and the seducer, or all of the different archetypes there could be sexually. And the fact that we have permission to explore those archetypes, we have permission to put on the different costumes, the different outfits, the different energies and go, Oh, does this fit? Do I like this? Just like you would go to a clothing store or a department store and go trying on different pieces of clothing. And if you've ever had someone else dress you, it's kind of a fun experience because you're like, oh, I would never pick that out for myself. I would never like wear those shoes. I would never wear that jacket. But the fact that you picked it out for me and now I'm wearing it and I'm like, Oh, I like this. This is hot. This, this makes me feel different. This makes me feel like a queen. I think our sexual energies can be like that. There's things that we've never tried because we were just in a box and thinking like, Oh, well, this is what my partner likes, or this is what I was told I have permission to be by whoever I I've been exposed to this with." or this is how what I think sexy should look like based on pornography or some movie yeah. I've seen. So this is the acceptable version of sexuality for me as a woman to wear or portray and to be able to be in a room where they're, they're showing you, they actually did a demonstration at one day of like the 10 different um, energetic, sensual creatures, mm. all the different flavors of the feminine sensual energy. And it was like mind blowing. It was so so crazy. And to be able to like, try them on and be like, Oh, I like how this one moves. And I like yeah. this, the, the the attitude behind this one, you know, and yeah. you're, what you're doing is just unwrapping that box and discovering more and more of, of what God already gave you. And he yeah. is the source. He is yeah. our creator. It would be actually, it would probably grieve him to not unwrap a gift that he gave us. I mean, if you give your child a gift and say, "I really want you to have this," like if I gave my daughter this beautiful, I bought her actually a a beautiful sparkly like unicorn rainbow light up like dress for her yeah. birthday, and she wore it for Halloween last night, and it lit up, and she was running down the street going, "My dress, clothes, it's it lights up!" So mine. sweet, <laughs> and she's just so genuinely happy. And I'm like, if she got that gift and said, "I can't unwrap that." That's, that's, that's not for me, or I've never worn that before, you know, that would grieve my heart. And I think God grieves too, when we go, oh, well, we just relegate certain things to certain boxes. Uh, This is sinful. This is off limits to me, or I don't do that because that's what strippers do, or that's what this woman does, who who I'm judging. Maybe it's not about strippers at all. And it's about you.
1: Yeah, we put the focus on the wrong thing.
0: Yeah. Are you willing to be uncomfortable to grow in this area? And this is an area of growth that I found for myself was stunted. Yeah. Because there was no teaching or training or conversations happening about this in the church. Mm. I couldn't find it. And yep. that's a big reason of why I' yep. started this podcast. <laughs> sure. he was like, yep, that uh-huh. that is really one of the big wise behind her sacred sexuality was to have this conversation with women Christian women who yeah. because we are sexual creatures we are sexual beings yeah and we the more and if you the more you try to run from that the more you're going to stifle it but it's still in there baby like yeah there is a hot sexy fiery vixen woman whatever you want to call her yeah. Inside you, and she is dying to come out. Yeah. And sometimes we got to do these things that totally break us out of our comfort zone in order to free her. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying do sinful things. I'm not saying go to strip clubs. I'm not saying watch pornography to get inspiration. Yeah. I'm not saying no. you know, read or or watch or, or expose yourself to things that defile you, defile your heart and your spirit. I am saying. Un- unlocking the the essence within you as a woman, yeah. You it'd be really hard to do that without movement because movement yeah. is feminine, yep. sensual, circular, non linear movement specifically is how we can unlock it. Music is another way, and so we played all different kinds of music to like yeah. and different types of movement to get there.
1: This made me think of this because. The other night, Johnny was, he had like a TikTok on or something or was, it was something on his phone. And there was a song that came up that I really liked. And I was like, Ooh, I would love to like, just listen to that song right now. Like, and so he got my headphones, my Bluetooth headphones and played it on Spotify. And he just like sat and I just danced for him like to like five or six different songs This happened over the weekend. And it was just so fun fun because not only yeah it was like it was not like these sexual songs it was kind of just songs that made me want to move my body and it was really beautiful and sweet I I think we had yeah we had sex afterwards but still like it was just so fun to like move and dance and I was just like I told her I was like I feel like I'm in like a rom-com right now with you like I'm just like (laughs) this this is so fun and I just felt so you know fluid and in my movement and in my body and like I was grabbing his knees and like you know kissing him every so often and just he just I could see him in full adoration of me like full like so in love with me loved seeing me like play within myself. And it was just, it was, I don't know. It was just so fun. Like I would recommend everybody do that. Like it's so freeing. There's something so beautiful of like what music does to, especially the feminine Mm -hmm. and how it unlocks her, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. And it is so magnetizing to the masculine. They're so So turned on by it. Yeah. In a beautiful way. And In a that, beautiful way. Yeah. That was, yeah, and and that was something really special for for me and Jonathan to experience together. To be able to give this gift to him, yeah, and say like, "Hey, I want to sh- I want to share this with you." Because at first, I wasn't I wasn't ready. It took me a few days, I'll be honest, and my body actually locked up initially because we were working through a lot of stuff at this event that got triggered um, as it does for many people who come here. And so there was feelings of unsafety and like, I was not ready and didn't feel safe to share that with him the first few days. And then I felt like, okay, I, I, I felt like we had worked out our triggers and our, our, our conflicts. And I was at this point where I was like, I could, I could very easily just go back inside and shut down and put up my walls again, or I can take that risk of, of take that step of faith and share this with him. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to do that. And it was so beautiful yeah. and it was so magnetizing. It was so sensual. And so it was, it was so beautiful to be free in my movement and not frozen because I yeah. think that's where I've lived for many years because mm. I just didn't have the self, the awareness and the embodiment and the comfort level within my own body to move yeah. sexually. And, and I, I've been an athletic, you know, person, many times in my life but this type of movement is very unique and specific yeah and that has been an area I've not felt confident and it's an area that I've also known like I know my husband desires for me to like be free in this area and move in this way and and bring this kind of fun flirty energy to to our Life and doing so was like yes. This is now this is open. Let's go and and it just opened up new possibilities. Yeah. So the whole event was super exciting and powerful. It ended with like us writing vows to each other to our partners. Mm -hmm. Everyone did this, and it was like, what do you what do you desire your relationship to be? And it was all like there was no blame in anything. Like it was all about looking at ourselves first, looking at what where our walls are where our bound where our um bitterness is where our blame is where we're looking at something or we're deceived by something and we're yeah. really taking full responsibility and so writing our vows and, and shifting even like arguments that we have over and over again like like, uh, let's come up with a solution so we never have to have that argument again yeah you know like let's really look at the hard things in our relationship yeah. um, so it was so powerful and we ended the last night with writing vows to each other of like I commit to you I vow to you not like a wedding vow per se more like from the heart like this is what I'm committing to you yeah. for the rest of our lives together to do to be this to do this to treat you this way to live open-hearted to, you know, give myself to you, to, to hold you in esteem, to make you a priority, like whatever it was, each person wrote their own thing. And then we went to oh. this like chapel. There was a church on the property actually of the, ho- the resort right on the beach, like, or I should say back from the beach a bit, but it was this beautiful church and they had these like bowls of, of um, dry ice and water. Mm. And the the paper we wrote the vows on disintegrated and dissolved in, when you put it in water so we took a picture of it before we like put it in there, but yeah. we said them to each other as if we were at the altar, like getting married. There were lots of these little bowls. Cause there's hundreds of these hundreds of us doing this all at once. So they had lots of places you could go either outside the church or inside. And we read the vows to each other. This is at like, Probably midnight, the last night, or one a.m. I don't remember. We're all so sleep deprived, but it's like it was such a beautiful moment because it's like, yes, this is like the beautiful culmination of like we're reaffirming and recommitting our vows to each other to truly like to love one another. That was kind of the theme of the whole weekend. It was like, yeah, are you are you mature enough like to really love? Like, and the power of love and Sage Tony's wife spoke so much about this, like that the energy, the feminine is here to love, and to have an open heart and to love generously. Yeah. And It was such a beautiful challenge to rise up into this. Truly, when you when you look at Jesus's teaching, he's challenging us to love, love our yeah. neighbor as ourselves, love, love others as God loves us. And we just took that same principle, because they're actually Christians too, Tony, shared with us like yes we believe we, like we are christians but we don't put that on anybody else mm-hmm. um, and so they live by this principle of love and they challenge everyone in the room to do so too and to make that yeah. your priority to commit to your partner for a lifetime so it was really powerful to do something like this with so many other people and reaffirm our vows to each other
1: that's at so the end, cool and, like
0: this beautiful ceremony
1: <laughs> oh that's yeah. so cool wow. wow that sounds like such It's like, those are, those are moments in your life that you'll never forget. Like, those are things that you're like, oh, this is a trajectory switch. Like we're, we're like entering into a new phase of our relationship, a new season of our relationship. When you do things like that, like when you put, you know, your, not only your time, but your money, your energy into that personal, emotional and relational growth, like, You don't get that unless you really do the work.
0: Yeah. And, and, and are willing to expose yourself and become like vulnerable. And that was the many points where I had to like make those choices. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be here right now. My body's like, "Ah." but I'm like, no, I need this. I, there's a breakthrough here for me when I feel uncomfortable or offended or triggered. I'm like, I know there's something on the other side of that. Yeah. And there's a
1: breakthrough for me in that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm, I I mean, I got a lot of, you know, behind the scenes stuff from Karen that I was so excited to see and I will one day for sure be there. (laughs) So I'm excited (laughs) for that day when that happens.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, it was fun. It was goals for sure. And yes. Yeah. So I figured we should share a little bit about what we have planned for her sacred sexuality.
1: I think so too. Yeah. So obviously, as you guys know, we had a trip together. We spent the weekend just really unloading and and planning out next year what next year is going to look like. And we just have such a desire to make this face to face. We recognize the importance of being in a room with like minded women who want to grow, who want to evolve, who want to learn and step into a new season, kind of like Karen did at her event. And so next year, we want to offer you guys an event, a conference where you can come and grow and meet other women from all over the country, maybe even from other countries and to be seated with each other around food around movement around teaching around just diving back into yourself and giving yourself that permission to invest in you because there's no greater investment let's be honest you know
0: so we've been dreaming up a live in-person event and we don't have the details for it yet we don't know exactly where or when it's going to be but we wanted to bring you in to the behind the scenes of what what we desire for this movement. And we're looking at a, a conference, a women's conference, that's mm-hmm. going to focus and be in partnership with my business, Pain-Free Birth. So we'll be talking about lots of different topics, even outside of the topics we talk about here on this show. We'll be talking about yeah. motherhood, identity, the spiritual journey that all of us yeah. are on. Of course, we're going to talk about spirituality. We'll pro- and we're also planning to have a activation and a session on central movement, like yes. what I described in this show. So yep. if you've listened to this and you're like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I want this. I'm so, t- I'm scared of this. But at the same time, there's something to me that's like, girlfriend, you need this. Ain't yes, no you're luck, hungry. You need to move your body. You're hungry for that breakthrough in your body and in your femininity. Um, if that's you, we are going to do some sensual movement with yeah. other women. No men will be in the room. And yeah. we we'll, are going to be very intentional to protect this space, to make sure yes. this is a safe place that it is honoring to God, and holy and sacred, and also really sexy. Yeah, there is something that just gets unlocked inside of us when we as women are have permission to explore our sensual and feminine movement. So that is going to be a really fun session that we do that we've we've already had that as as part of the vision for it. There's yes. going to be sessions with breakout speakers. We'll probably have a guest, another guest speaker or two. We're going to talk about just lifting one another up, about starting our own businesses, about pursuing the call that God has put on our lives. Yeah. I mean, there are so many, I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. We do know. have like <laughs> some really good outlines, but I feel like we're by the time we get to the event, we're going to have double the content that we yeah. want to cover and like half the time. <laughs> yes.
1: So what we could tell you right now is that we are planning for a springtime conference of 2024 and possibly a summer or fall time retreat for her sacred sexuality. That will be more intimate. Uh, We'll go deeper into sex and sensuality and embodiment. Uh, There will be so much to get from there, especially with all that I'll be in training for, I did coaching for. So that's going to be very fun, very exciting. And we just can't wait for what's ahead. I know that next year is just going to be chock full. I actually, the beginning of this year, I did a bunch of vision boards for my life. And it was everything from a financial board, a spiritual board, uh, her sacred sexuality board, um, a a body board. I mean, I did everything. I think I had six or seven and I, on my phone, it's on my phone screen. I just can click and it'll go to the next one. It'll go to the next one. And I truly believe that I've been able to pull out and attract all these things that we're experiencing right now, because, Of the vision that I really wanted to set. And I think there's a lot of power in that. So if you've never set a vision board, I highly recommend you do it or give it a shot because you never know what's going to come out because the person that I was 365 days ago is not the same person you're seeing here today. And there is power in giving yourself the opportunity to dream and d- dream bigger than the life that you're living right now. So this is what Karen and I want to encourage you with, want to pull, propel you forward in. And sometimes we just need other women to believe in us and to, to give us that like, yes, green light, go for it. Do it. Does this set your soul on fire? Awesome. Because this is what sets our souls on fire like Karen is a rock star with pain-free birth and with the platform she's been able to create to help women have births that are not just not painful, but actually pleasurable and a, a time where they look back on their birth and they love it. And that's such a good, I mean, there's very few people that have tapped into what Karen has tapped into. and And then me with sexuality and sensuality, and both of us with entrepreneurship and and wanting to encourage women and our passion for women, and so we just can't wait to let you guys in. We can't wait to meet you in person to women that we've like DM'd, you know, on Instagram <laughs> and who've, who've told us their intimate stories. I mean, I think that's probably what I'm more excited is just those face to face interactions and the relationships that are going to be cultivated when we do these in person events.
0: And I think something that's on both of our lives is to activate other women into their calling or into their destiny, into what God has put on your heart. And so there's something really powerful about getting in a room with other powerful women, all of us being powerful women here, and seeing what that activates inside of you and how it can change the the trajectory of your lives. So we will give you more information as we have it so we'll we'll just have to leave it at that because we don't want to give it all away right now yeah it's a little bit of a tease of course but we want you to know what's coming we want you to to be all in when we open the doors because we might have limited seats it might be a limited time we don't know how it's gonna depend on where and when and the venue and everything else we're looking at those details now but we just wanted to drop a little bit of a carrot and let it dangle Mm -hmm. there (laughs) <laughs> that you kind of consider, yeah. How if you want to be, the, if you want to come and be here? And I know, I think a lot of you will come, and I'm
1: so excited yeah. to meet you. Oh, it's gonna be so good, well, ladies. We want to just thank you for being here with us, for really, honestly trusting us with your time and your hearts, those who have, you know, shared so vulnerably with us. And we love this. We really feel passionate about this movement and what we're building out. This is just the beginning. And we're so excited that you guys are here for the genesis of it, to see us evolve and grow and become more enlightened and a higher version of ourselves. And we just are so grateful and have so much gratitude for you guys as our listeners. So we love you and we will see you in the next one.